This episode of Gotta Watch is brought to you by WarbyParker.com. Get a free five-day home try-on at www.WarbyParkerTrial.com slash gotta watch. Five pairs, five days, 100% free. What we're gonna do right here is go back, way back, What it do? You're listening to the Gotta Watch Podcast, your weekly guide to all the must-see movies and talked-about TV shows. I'm your host, Bruno, and with me this episode is my childhood friend and co-host, That's Italiano, and this is QTB's Nick. Hey, what's a coming to go, my man? Hey, I'm excited to have you on for another episode, and we're taking it back in time. We're going back to 2004 for a very special comedy. It's PG-13, and we're going to be talking about Mean Girls. Nick, have you ever seen this movie? Guess what? No, I have not. Ah, well, that see, was a, it was a first. Yeah. <laughs> that is a special shout out to all of our longtime listeners yeah. for the Quit the Build podcast that Nick hasn't seen a lot of these movies. And that's why yeah. we're doing this podcast because I mean, we need another podcast in the world where we discuss movies and films. Obviously there's not enough. There, there's not enough. What better episode to finish out back to school month than with mean girls. That's right. Every month we have a new theme Okay, and we're going to be featuring different movies and television shows that you got to watch. This theme, this month's theme happened to be Back to School. All throughout the month of September, we did Back to School movies, and we finished it up here with Mean Girls, which I would say is, you know, I said this about Pitch Perfect for uh, for college. It's the one of the quintessential, like, college experience movies, you know, going, right. going to college and ex- trying to fit in, right? Well, this is definitely that for high school. It was directed by Mark Waters, and it stars Lindsay Lohan, Rachel McAdams, Adams, Amanda Seyfried, Lacey Chabert, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Tim Meadows. I mean, we've got a huge cast here of uh, SNL alum. We've got Anna Gasteyer in the mix. And then there's also Lizzie Kaplan, Daniel Franzese, I hope I'm saying his name right, and Jonathan Bennett. So, I mean... Really, really big cast, and it's one of those ensemble casts of characters without necessarily being, um, you know, an ensemble, right? Like they weren't, it wasn't like they right. weren't all famous people. But Nick hit him with the tagline. What do you got? What after seeing this movie, what do you think? What tagline encapsulates this movie? Oh, my goodness. Well, look at it, we got quite a few options here, but I mean, I'm gonna have to go with so fetch if for no other reason i had no idea and this is happening to me a lot just very early on in this podcast of the things that i'm watching i'm like oh that's where that came from yeah of course yes we're we're, we're yeah. discovering the memes we're discovering the memes yeah. and all of the early this is because this is like you know before i would say before memes really became a thing because back in the early 2000s we just quoted Anchorman and Mean Girls all the time instead of sending yeah. each other memes. So that was that was life back in the early 2000s. I think for this one, I, I ooh, I don't know. I, I maybe Welcome to Girl World. I think that's a really good one. Yeah. Just because it's definitely a different world and 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 we're going to get into that later, but let's start off with the overview. Nick, give them the synopsis of Mean Girls. So so the listeners out there who haven't 
seen this movie can know what it's all about. Here we go. So, raised in the African bush country by her zoologist parents, Katie Heron, played by Lindsay Lohan. Oh, very nice. Look at you playing, <laughs> know, playing right? sounds. She's got some jungle. There you go. There's some jungle oh, background yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. free. There you go. Okay, here we go. Okay. So, so, so Katie Heron thinks she knows all about survival of the fittest, mm-hmm. but the law of the jungle takes on a whole new meaning when the homeschooled 16-year-old enters public high school for the first time. Oh, no. Trying to find her place between jocks, mathletes, and other subcultures, Katie pro- crosses paths with the meanest species of all, the queen bee, a.k.a. the cool and calculating Regina George, played by Rachel McAdams, leader of the school's most fashionable clique, the Plastics. When Katie falls for yeah, ooh. when Katie falls for Regina's ex-boyfriend Aaron Samuels, played by Jonathan Bennett, the queen bee is stung and she schemes to destroy Katie's social future. Katie's own claws soon come out as she leaps into a hilarious girl world war that has the whole school running for cover. Uh, that from uh, Chris Hunter, aka Doctor Evil Guy Two Hundred. Well, that is quite, uh, very well put. I mean, definitely uh, summed up the the entire plot of the movie there. And then uh, there's so many iconic things that he says. The claws coming out, which we're definitely going to get into. But before we get into that, gotta watch is proudly part of the Quit the Build Podcast Network. Get the latest gaming and entertainment news from Quit the Build and discover our network of podcast partners via the QTB network page only on quitthebuild.com. Oh man, I love it. I love the soundboard. I am so excited for this. <laughs> for the, He's having a lot of fun already. We are. We got this new soundboard. Yeah. We're going to be using it on the Gotta Watch podcast and the Quit the Build podcast because of course we are. But uh, listen, this, this, Nick, all of this, all of this, this. movie, okay? I <laughs> okay, I'm love, ready. I love Mean Girls. It's definitely yeah. a, and I say that to a lot of people, and a lot of people kind of go, really? Really? You like that? Like, you know, it's, but yeah. I think it's, it's really, it's very, so for, for me in terms of comedy, I think a comedy becomes memorable when you've got those those classic scenes that you remember or quote. And this movie is so incredibly quotable. It's, it's, it really is a classic look into my high school years, uh, which were in the, you know, our high school years in the early two thousands. Right. I, yeah. I graduated in 2005. Um, you, right. you, you too, right? Yeah. I mean, and I think this, this movie kind of follows your path a little bit more, right? Yeah. Because you, you transitioned oh, yeah. from a very small private school <laughs> into the actual real world of public yeah, schools. Yeah, that's true. So I'm sure you had some more relatable moments to Katie kind of having to just, just figure everything out oh, in a very short span of time. Definitely. There were, there were definitely some mean girls. I definitely had some experiences of people playing mean pranks and stuff, you know, on you and, and it never got out of hand like it did in this movie. Thank God. But you're right. It is a whole different world than from the private school little bubble that we grew up in and, and, oh, yeah. and had. Mm-hmm. So going into the public school in, in, it was my 10th grade year that I ended up going in, which is about, I think what Katie, I think she was a freshman or 10th grade. Right. So she's going like into that, yeah. high school around this time. And, and it's just, it's a, it's a culture shock, a very, very big culture shock. But seeing this, that this is one of the only female led comedies from the early two thousands, it really is about female female empowerment and very much ahead of its time in terms of 
um, the comedy that it's presenting. So kudos to that. Uh, I think personally, one of, you know, one of my favorite scenes in there, it just happens to be, uh, well, first of all, any scene with any scene with Amy Poehler, Amy Poehler is in here yeah. and she plays, uh, Regina George's mom and she's a cool mom, right? Like, <laughs> She is just way for thin really in this is. movie. Like, I didn't almost recognize it as Amy Poehler at first. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, geez, put on a couple pounds. <laughs> put on a, Where I, is she? I don't know. I, can't I guess see her. she, you know, this was, this was, you know, this was in her SNL days. So, and there were a lot of yeah. SNL alum, um, alumni in, in the movie, which is, which is just, you know, it's great to see them all in yeah. there. But, I, I mean, Amy Poehler really steals every scene that she's in. And it's one of the one of yeah. my favorite scenes is they're talking about her new breast implants. And they say, said something about like her her nipples being hard as rocks or something. And so Katie gets a hug from her and says, ow, after getting hugged. From, and <laughs> then later on, there's a scene where the dog is like nibbling at, I guess, like her her nipple through. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Right. And it's, it's just one of those scenes that's really quick, but apparently uh, in order to film that scene, Amy Poehler decided to pin a piece of cocktail wiener wiener into her bra to encourage <laughs> no. the chihuahua to no. nibble. Oh, <laughs> I mean, the things they do for really? cinema, I tell you. Can you imagine? I got I, an yeah. idea. Let me just We're grab We're on take three of trying to get this this dog to He won't do it. I got an idea. Yeah. Hand me one of those cocktail weenies over there. Give from... me a Vienna sausage. <laughs> from craft services, and we'll get this thing rolling. Uh, oh, man. What stuck out to you? What was one of the most memorable scenes for you? I mean, obviously, it's not going to yeah. be as memorable as the throw-up scene and pitch perfect, no. but... <laughs> What do you got? That's a good for thing. Me? You don't want that, <laughs> yeah, you, no. especially if you want me to score you high. You don't want that kind of exactly. memorable scene. <laughs> there was kind of a throw up scene, but it was it was handled in a classier way yeah. than this one. I'll put it to you that yeah. way. So no, the 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 scene that made me do almost a spit take because I was drinking something. So at the, towards the end of the movie, right, they're all together in the auditorium, right, and they're doing the trust fall exercise mm -hmm. where they're all talking about you know who they're who, who the girls are apologizing to all the other girls in the school at kind of following the the summation of this plot, yeah. kind of the the apex. And I mean, everyone has their own funny moments, but there's just this one moment that's just very low key, but so funny when the, the girl in the wheelchair does the trust fall <laughs> and like, she, she, she like wheels herself backwards off the end of the table and no one catches her. And she just, just, you can just see the whole chair just completely take a tumble. Yeah. And it's so, it, it like, there isn't really any emphasis on it. Yeah. You kind of made it funnier in that way that like all the other plot points are happening. And like, she's, she's just like the trust fall is a complete fail for this poor girl. <laughs> I love that scene. She, oh, she like man. prefaces it with, uh, you're not fat because, or, uh, I, I don't hate you because you're fat. You're fat because I hate you. <laughs> yeah. That she trusts the falls. Lines. Yeah. It's just, it really is. I mean, one of my, I mean, one of my favorite lines from there is four for you. You go Glenn Coco when they're uh, handing out the candy, the candy canes. canes. Yeah. And he says, uh, Glenn Coco four for Glenn Coco. Good for you. Glenn Coco. You go Glenn yeah. Coco. 
It's, oh, you know, man. The, just the fact that, like, they added that character. We never hear from Glenn Coco. No one ever hears from him. He's not a main point in that. But if you've ever heard that meme before, that's where it yeah. basically comes from. And in fact, this is the interesting thing. Glenn Coco is an actual person and a good friend of Tina Fey. So hats off to Glenn Coco for making his, way, yeah, making his way into yeah. the movie without actually being in the movie where we're let's let's get into let's get into some trivia here nick trivia yeah Ooh, Ooh. trivia whoa right trivia okay guy. uh amanda seyfried's in this she's she's one of my celebrity crushes this was her first film role playing karen smith and she was initially supposed to play katie the main um the main character oh. but Producer Lauren Michaels thought she would be better as the dumb girl. And man, she was just perfectly cast for that. There's so many quotes that she has in the film that just are are so memorable, especially when she first meets Katie Heron and she's like, you're from Africa. Why are you white? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so why are yeah, you that, white? That, that scene where Tina Fey um, first finds out, I guess, I, th I think it was Tina Fey, finds out that there was someone in the classroom for Africa and she goes yeah. straight straight to the black girl that's like, no. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I, I'm from Wisconsin I'm or from something. Wisconsin, I'm from Michigan. Yeah, Michigan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then, well, you know, the fact that Gretchen Wieners, um, played by Lacey Chabert, she turns to her and says, oh my gosh, Karen, you can't just ask people why they're white. <laughs> <laughs> just like... What? That <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh man, there, there. So this is this is definitely one of those early two thousands humor. It has a lot of that. Um, it was actually the feature film debut, screenwriting debut for Tina Fey. So that's right. pretty interesting as well. Uh, the reason we're doing this so close to October, obviously, Nick, is because did you know? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Fans have me. officially declared October 3rd as National Mean Girls Day. Did no you way. know that? Yes. No. Do you know why? Why is that day? Why? No. Because that's the day that uh, Aaron Samuels asked Katie Heron what day it was. And she says it's October 3rd. <laughs> Wow. That's it. That is the only reason why this yeah. movie has that uh as as the as National Mean Girls Day for that reason and that's why we're doing it so close to the okay. or to October because yeah. October 3rd is National Mean Girls Day which, you know, pretty interesting there. Now, Nick, tell him about tell him about this interesting fact right here. Tell him about the book Okay, because because okay. this is yeah, yeah, built yeah. on a book, right? Like this is the the movie's based on a book, which not a lot of people know that. It's very interesting how many of these movies we've had this month that are based on books, and I didn't know about it. Right, Clueless had the same thing. Yeah. So this is based on the book uh, Queen Bees and Wannabes: Helping Your Daughter Survive Clicks, Gossip, Boyfriends, and Other Realities of Adolescence hmm. by Rosalind Wiseman, which is uh, even though it's a nonfiction parental self help guide that has no narrative. Tina Fey didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good thing when you're going into creating a movie. I want to make a movie based on this book, yeah. but it has no do narrative. A little, a little research. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the book, the most popular girl in school is given the title Queen Bee. So in okay. the movie, the character who fits that description, obviously the Queen Bee of the Plastics is Regina George. Regina... Yeah 
means queen in Latin, Italian, and Romanian, according to wow. IMDb. So that's a real fun, interesting fact there that I didn't really know. And so now you know, and that's what everyone needs the more you know. Do, 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 do. I didn't add that there it one. Goes. <laughs> <laughs> you doing it is is probably better than the sound effect itself, quite quite frankly. Rachel McAdams was actually 25 when she shot this movie, although she's portraying a teenager, which yeah, is very common. I mean, very, very, very common. common. Especially when you know, it's not so common when you're in the in around that age, right? Like when you're when I went to see, you know, when when we saw this in the 2000s, you didn't really think of that. You didn't think like, oh, she's much older than. But now when you get to like your 30s, (laughs) your mid 20s, your 30s and you go back and look at these these films, you're like that bald headed eighth grader is out of place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. Like it's crazy how how much it stands out. I think the, the the one movie where like it's a classic like a reference to someone that's playing a character that's way older than the the actual character they're playing is Rob Schneider in uh, Surf Ninjas. Oh, where, like he's supposed to be like a teenager, and like the dude is clearly like in his thirties, and it's just like. How did we let this happen? How did nobody catch this or no producer or director be like, maybe Rob Schneider shouldn't be playing a teenager in this film? Rob Schneider. Yeah, I mean, I'd say Rob Schneider and Johnny Liguizamo just get more references. I know, they really do. I don't we need to have one we need to have them on the show. That's got to be our yeah. mission for Gotta Watch is to have Johnny yes. Legs and Rob Schneider on the Gotta on Watch here. podcast. If you or someone you know Listen, listen. If you or someone you know has contact with Johnny Leguizamo or Rob Schneider, tell them to contact with the build. That is that is the, probably the best way to ensure that nobody makes sure that they contact us. <laughs> it's never going to happen now. I don't know why, but I just thought about that. Do you know where your children are? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> This is uh, when that when I heard you know that that Rachel McAdams was was twenty five and shot shot it as you know teenager it it did, obviously didn't surprise me but um what did surprise me is initially Lindsay Lohan was cast as Regina but she decided to play the nice girl so the public would not base her real personality on Regina's which I think is is a really smart move for actors right like especially considering this is one of Lindsay Lohan's first non Disney films. Mm. So this was her breakout role and she didn't want to be cast or or typecast as an insufferable. So (laughs) (laughs) she's like, maybe I'll leave that to Rachel, Rachel McAdams. And, and, and apparently Rachel McAdams was chosen to play the mean girl because according to her, only nice girls can play mean girls, uh, according to, or excuse me, according to the producer, only nice girls can play mean girls. And that's so true. I told that, Mm. I told that to my wife. I was like, babe, the producer said that only nice girls can play mean girls. And I think that he's, he's right because my wife is so nice that sometimes she'll like say something to you and you like if you ever wanted to have bad news broken to you she's the one to do it okay but sometimes she can get sassy out there and it comes out of nowhere and it's just like whoa when that that switch gets flipped on with someone that you're not (laughs) expecting i mean you definitely pay attention yeah right? right yeah oh man but it was you know i i think that i think that the casting was great i really love 
all the interactions between the plastics. Uh, the movie is based on a real high school, New Trier, which is located in Winnetka. Oh, geez. Winnetka. Winnet. Winnet. Win. Oh, boy. Winnetka. <laughs> How do you say this word? <laughs> Illinois in Chicago's North Shore. So the um I I, I apparently it's Nutrier, despite the portrayal of the mean girl clicks, is actually noted as one of the best high schools in the United States. So wow. I mean they didn't really mention too much of the Chicago uh, area. I think uh, Tim Meadows' character says once uh he um the whole school breaks out into this like riotous you know, almost jungle like aggression towards each other. He goes, Oh no, I did not leave the South side for this. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was fun, <laughs> dude. That was so funny. The principal's lines like, and can I, can we just talk for a moment about, this is more of kind of like a blink and you'll miss it thing, but why in the world when presented with this problem of, right. So the, the Tina Fey comes in, it's like, Oh, it's, it's crazy out there. Like there's a whole fight breaking out. His initial reaction is to grab a baseball bat oh i don't know (laughs) he goes out there with a baseball like what is he planning to protect himself i guess i have yeah apparently this has happened before (laughs) that was the (laughs) that was why he left south side so he yeah he grabbed the bat and was like "Uh oh we're getting out of here right i mean he uses it to (laughs) smash the fire alarm the fire uh, pull station so he can pull it but it's just like geez like you hear a bunch of teenage girls are, are getting in a big fight and your first reaction is Give me my baseball bat. Well, I'm. It's. It sounds like he's seen some things before, right? The ravages of war in, yeah. in Southside Chicago, in public schools. <laughs> but, I'm sure you could compare it to war some days. So, I mean, there are. I have some crazy public public school stories. There was this guy that had this girlfriend who was um, crazy. I'll, I'll just put it that she was nuts. Okay, and. He, they, apparently he did something or she thought he cheated on him one time during, during in between classes. And she decides that she's going to jump on his back and start beating the ever living, like life out of him. Yeah. Quite literally. She's just sitting there. <laughs> Critical hit. <laughs> beating the crap yeah. out of him. He's just sitting there blinking away like. She's attached to his backpack. What are you going to do? Right. She's like a little spider monkey attached to his backpack, (laughs) beating on him. And I'm like, and I'm like, the guy's name is Gabe. I was like, Gabe, take off your backpack. (laughs) Bruno providing the practical advice. Take it off, Gabe. Take it off. Oh, Oh, man. man. But and and Gabe didn't, and he died that day. Oh, no. So... (laughs) Speaking of death, <laughs> I mean, did you have any similar school bus problems? Because if there's one one immediate issue I can identify oh, with yeah. this school is speeding buses. So that, like the multiple oh, times that someone gets hit or almost get hit gets hit by a bus, you have a school bus in the in, in a school zone that is probably going like sixty miles an hour plus. You know, I didn't have any I didn't have any uh, school bus drivers that were like pedal to the metal. But yeah. I, you know, I mean, the, the school bus is a, is a crazy place. There's, it's just a wild west of kids that, that are abandoned from point A to point B yeah. <laughs> in the, in this long haul of a, of a yellow tube. Right. It's like maritime and meanwhile, law. Yeah. Meanwhile, exactly. Meanwhile, the captain doesn't care. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> he doesn't care. He's just stand there behind the yellow stop. line. Yep, stand behind the yellow line. Don't get out of line and don't make me have to file an incident report. Yeah. And we'll all, we'll all be fine. Uh, no, the buses are actually really strict. When you rode a bus, like if you had to get off, get on and get off at your stop, if, well, you didn't have to get on at your stop. If you, like, if you missed the bus, you could get on at a different stop, right? But yeah. you had to get off at your stop unless you had a note. God forbid you try to get off, you know, get off the bus one day without a note. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> Or God forbid you ask for a lavatory pass, like in the movie. Oh my goodness! Well, uh, you're you're not getting one. That's another thing too, right? I did get in trouble. I did get in trouble for throwing gum away one time. I got out of my seat, threw gum away, and got attention for it. Wow. And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" For detention, and it was from Mr. Ristovic, okay? Yeah. And he he was Yugoslavian, Nick, and some somewhere along the line, someone thought it'd be a good idea for him to teach 10th graders geometry. Right. Well, I got news for you. When you pronounce factor, factor we got a problem, okay? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I kid you not. Every time he said factor, it sounded like yeah. And I was like, oh boy, here we, we go. Need to, <laughs> here we go. You can't do that to you, you can't, can't do, do it. that to 10th graders in high school. No. I don't have the emotional maturity yeah. to handle that. Chuckle City. I don't. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. Well, uh, and the uh <laughs> and in the movie Mean Girls, they didn't have the emotional maturity to handle Lizzie Kaplan's character, Janice Ian. Mm. Um, did you know that she was an homage to the musician Janice Ian, the first Saturday Night Live musical guest, um, alongside Billy Preston? Ian's song at 17 can be heard playing in the background when the girls are fighting at Regina's house. Other oh. characters bullying Kaplan's character persistently call her a lesbian throughout the movie uh and the real Janice Ian is an open uh, is openly lesbian which is uh and and a nice nod to um to her well the the throw it away moment is at the end she says that she's Lebanese and if you put two two and two together, at some point Janice had probably talked to Regina and they were talking about like, you know, what they are or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. oh, I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, American. And she said, I'm Lebanese. And she thought, you know, yeah. she was lesbian, not Lebanese. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean. That leads to a great plot point, though, because ultimately, because there's that realization, she ends up getting with uh, the greatest character in the movie, of course, Kevin Napore. Oh, who, uh, yeah. Oh, Kevin G. Kevin Napore and the uh, Kevin G and the power of three. Oh, my gosh. Tell him about that. Tell him about the mathletes and Kevin G. He's just fantastic. <laughs> so he's, he's like a minor character. He's just. He's funny, man. Like, I don't know. These types of characters just always crack me up where, like, they're nerdy, but they're also, like, just ludicrously confident. Um, oh, yeah. And, he's got and, a business card. Yeah. He's got... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. B-A-D-J. Right, yeah. <laughs> and mathlete. Yeah. I was, I, yeah. yeah. But that was the whole thing, right? Yeah. That uh, he, he says, like, oh, I, I, I only uh, date uh, women of color, right? And then there's yeah. that there's that that realization at the end of, like, oh, that, yeah, they can hook up. she's Lebanese. Yeah, they yep. can hook up. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, well, I mean, this this movie nearly earned an R rating for some of the uh, explicit risque gags and jokes. Um, a lot of them were cut as it became difficult to keep the uh, wide set vagina joke uh, towards yeah. the end. They said um, 
the director argued that the film Anchorman also had similar dialogue and still received a PG-13 rating. So in a movie about female empowerment, about feminism, we've got the the quintessential example of that with them saying it's okay if Anchorman does it, but not if we have a, a woman actually do it, right? It's okay for men to joke about that, but it's not okay for women to joke about. So I thought that that was really interesting. Another interesting one was the uh, buttered muffin yeah. uh, scene in the beginning. And uh, th- honestly, I had never heard of the buttered muffin. No. Have you? No, I yeah. didn't. It, 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 the, it actually took me quite a while to realize like that there was a double entendre going on there. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently the reason is is because the original question was going to be regarding a uh, a popped cherry, as uh, it were, and that is you know I'm getting a note from the producer. It says don't explain that to <laughs> the podcast listeners. Okay, won't do it. A lot of risque so, fun facts here. Yeah. Risque fun risque fun facts in the trivia yeah. section. There we go. <laughs> Um, and, uh, the made out with a hot dog was supposed to be something much more risque. We'll leave that up to you, but they had to admit these jokes in order to get that PG 13 rating, which I didn't think that that, that would have been that bad of a joke. It honestly made more sense in the time considering, like you said, Katie's a little out of touch. She even goes up to the different cliques in the school and she, she, you know, goes up to the, the black kids essentially. And is like Jumbo, which is Swahili. Yeah. They're like, so, they're like what? <laughs> they're like, um, you know, low key racist. Right. Uh, right. Now during that scene, Nick, I, I gotta, I gotta circle back on this because this is something that's absolutely incredible. Did you catch this? Okay. Okay. During the sequence, at the beginning where Janice is describing the layout of the clicks in the cafeteria. She pulls out that little paper. Yeah. She's got all those, you know, this is where everyone sits, right? The background music is easily recognizable as the Futurama theme song. Did you hear that? I didn't hear it. What? Okay, you got to go back and look at that okay. scene. Like the cafeteria scene, the, the initial cafeteria scene in Mean Girls. Um, but this happens quite a bit where studios have like a Rolodex of music at their disposal. Yeah. And they can they can like use it or license it to different things. It's likely that uh, they took this song that was like background music and readapted it to the Futurama theme song. Yeah. I mean, Brooklyn Nine Nine uses a theme song that was once a background music that can be heard in some other things. I believe actually. Brooklyn Nine-Nine's theme song can be heard in an episode of Community later mm. on. Um, so sure. it's it, it's it, it happens, but I, I listen, if you've got a keen ear, you are going to be able to hear the Futurama theme song, uh, especially those uh those bell sounds that yeah. dong, 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 dong. Yeah. That is totally in there. Was there anything else that you caught or anything else that really stuck out or you know stood out to you um in the in the movie? I just, I, I got every now and then, man, something comes across with these movies that just give me one of those little nostalgic rushes. And for me, it was uh, in the the first time that we see the, the classroom and the computer screen has one of those classic Windows 95 screensavers. It was the one where the, <laughs> the ball is like bouncing around the screen. It's like the 3D oh, polygon. Yeah. It's like shape shifting into other shapes. I oh, saw yeah, that I and I'm just like, oh, man. 
<laughs> not the best one. Everybody knows the 3D Maze was the best uh, screensaver out of all of them. But oh uh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I I mean, I liked seeing the pipes go around there. Sometimes that was crazy. They would they'd be all wiggly. But if, if you know, you know, you know. Well, before we get into our final ratings, today's podcast was sponsored in part by Pierce Unlimited. For marketing media that works in bespoke design to power your business, visit PierceUnlimited.com. Nick, IMDb gave this a seven. Mm -hmm. Gave it a seven. What was your rating on this? I am right lockstep with IMDb, and I I gave it a, a seven, you know. I thought the movie was good. I, I didn't have any issues with it uh, from, I don't, I don't want to say like a, a plot standpoint. I thought it was a very clever movie. Um, I just, you know, it, it really is a chick flick. And so I think there is just a, yeah. a, a disconnect for me while I was watching it where I just mm. didn't, I, it, I didn't resonate with the plot or resonate with yeah. or feel an investment with the characters. I was definitely there for the comedy of it. Um, oh, yeah. But, I, and I, I think most people are, right? But I can easily see why this movie is a, is a sensation, and the people that grew up in the right the right time to to catch this movie right are definitely going to be really attached to it. Um, and I think anybody that that had that high school experience, you know, they can they see these clicks that are being shown, like like in this or like in uh, Freaks and Geeks, um, and where where they really are are shown in ways that's like, yeah, you know, those those groups really do exist in schools, but. Um, yeah. You know, overall, I just, I never really was wowed by it. I had a few hmm. moments with the comedy where it was laugh out loud funny for me, but uh, I just never quite got to a point where I'm like, yeah, I'm really into this movie. Um, I, and I'm not quite sure what it was beyond just, it's a chick flick and I'm a, yeah. <laughs> I'm a grown oh, man. Oh no, totally. I, I, I 100% <laughs> understand. And it's a, Hey, seven out of 10 isn't bad yeah. for something that you don't really resonate with. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the point. Like you're not, you know, not everyone's going to resonate with these movies, especially if you're not a teenage girl or haven't gone into that world. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's, that's part of movies, right? That's why representation is so important for movies, superhero movies, whatever it may be. I know a lot of, Fans become passionate about the 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 licenses and just IPs that they're 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 passionate about. But we need representation in all forms of movies, and this is definitely hits that. I gave it an eight. I personally love the film. I you're right. I definitely don't resonate with <laughs> the main character because right. I was never a teenage girl. Yeah. But I I resonate with this idea of of girls being mean. I have encou- encountered that before, where they've you know gone outside of their clique to be mean to other people and whatnot. So. It, it it does resonate in that, and then of course just the the entire humor of it all. It's it's a very humorous movie, um, and it's 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 funny. I would I, I've seen it a ton of times. I own it, so big big on that um, list for me. I gave it an eight. Yeah. We're gonna crunch the numbers with the seven from IMDb, a seven from Nick, and an eight from me. It looks like we've got a total of twenty two out of thirty with an average score of give it to him, Nick. All right, let me crunch the numbers here. Carry the two. We had two uh, seven point six. We're repeating, of course, two thirds. Uh, <laughs> and uh, our gotta watch total is seven point three. Um, yeah, really, really good movie. Definitely check it out. Hey, hey, Nick. They deserve a bonus award for this. Okay? Oh, we give them something. Give okay. them, give them a bonus award for them. Tell them what it is. Go for it. Today's winner will also receive two gift certificates to the Walker Brothers Pancake House. Isn't that nice? You get two of them. Ah! 
Yeah. Two you of know, them. take yourself, take a friend. Their, I don't know what their slogan would be. I don't, I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out after the show. We're not we're the Walker Brothers. Is it real? Is it even real? No, I meant, you know, usually our sponsor isn't real. So, oh, no, that's <laughs> so I, can, true. I can Google it now. You got me exactly. Walker Brothers. Saying, promotional, promotional consideration by the Walker yeah. Brothers pancake. Uh, yeah, it's a real thing in the North, Sh- oh. North Shore of Chicago for over 50 years. Wow. There you go. Well, they, you know, they, they did consider to uh, promote us, but hard passed and that's okay. (laughs) Like most of our sponsors that happened, right? Oh man. Well, okay. We are going to be Nick. We're going to be, we're going to be kicking off October. Oh no. With holiday horrors it's gonna get scary oh wait wait here we go holiday horror oh my god oh geez that's right that is that is actually scary That is actually terrifying. We're going to be getting to holiday horrors. You can listen to the episodes early. Like we put them out a week early on Patreon. Nick, tell them about that. Oh my goodness. If you go to patreon.com slash quit the build, Bruno, you're going to be able to get all sorts of uh, bonuses for joining the QTB crew. As low as $2 a month, you get access to not only the Gotta Watch episodes uh, a week early, but also bonus QTB Nostalgia Vault uh, which is uh, kind of paired to our other podcast, Quit the Build, where you can uh, get kind of deep dives on video games, that kind of thing, a lot of fun, and even some 90s stuff to boot there in the earlier episodes. So, But yeah, uh, as always, thank you so much to our Patreon supporters like Nick Nick Epicapture Productions, The Dudist Monk, Indie Gamiacs, and Alan Abadessa. And if you join us Ooh. at the $5 tier, uh, you'll also get a shout-out each and every episode. How about that? How about that? Now listen... You can check us out on quitthebuild.com. Go to quitthebuild.com and you can find our network page on there. That's where our uh, page, specific page for Gotta Watch is. It's quitthebuild.com slash gotta watch. You can go there, find out a little bit more about myself, Nick and Brad, the co-hosts of Gotta Watch. And you can see all of the episodes that we have as well as the upcoming episodes for October. We have the calendar on there so you can see what's coming up through the end of the year and figure out what is going to be your favorite episode to listen to. Like I said, you can head over to the community page and that's where all the goodies are. That's where you can follow us on TikTok YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and that's right, Discord Lord Terry is mm-hmm. on there with his own fan club ready to ready to say hi to the masses. All you got to do is hop on Discord and say, hey, Terry, what's hey, Terry, up? Hey, Terry, Bruno, how's it going? Hold on, what? hold the phone because there's one, one new way to reach us, and Uh-oh. that is the official QTB Network app now available on the Google Play Store. Oh, Woo! man. that We should get applause for that. We should oh, get applause for that. The crowd's going wild. Oh, man. The crowd's going wild. Calm down, people. That's too much. Listen, listen. Okay, and there we go. <laughs> he did a hand wave on the webcam. You didn't see that one, but it was it was well-timed. But, yeah, so if you go to the Google Play Store, search QTB Network, you can download our new app, and it's great all in one place. It's very easy to use. No ads, no in-app purchases, 100% free. Um, you get uh, quick access to all of our network shows, right? So quit the build. Gotta watch one hour, one decision, and even future podcasts that'll be joining the network. 
You can get right on there. You got one-click access to the blog without having to open up a browser. Even Ooh. the merch store there, all of our Amazon listings, you can uh, pick up any of the uh, the merchandise that we have from Quit the Build and Beyond. Just a great, clean, simple app and a great way Definitely. to uh, get your content, basically. Yeah, that is the perfect way to, to, to listen to our podcast that come out every Thursday. So that way you can prepare for what you just got to watch on the weekend. Nick, next time we're going to be diving in, kicking off Halloween horrors with the classic movie from 19, I believe 1996. It's Scream. Oh, man. Have you ever seen it? I have not. <laughs> I have not. Oh, boy. This is going well. to be a rough month for this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I watch these well. things when my wife is sleeping, so yeah, good good luck me. <laughs> I watch it with, with yeah. the with the doors locked and yeah. <laughs> and the shotgun in hand. Nick <laughs> is ready. He's like, We're going to war. Don't want any demons in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, for Nick, I'm Bruno. And for Bruno, I'm Nick. Peace out. What it do. Promotional consideration for Gotta Watch is brought to you in part by Mom's Convertible. Mom's Convertible. Get in, loser. We're going shopping. 